growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, beautiful. So glad that you can join me today. I am excited to talk to you about today's topic. I have to say it's been a crazy week and a half. My girls were sick last week and one was running a fever with a stomach ache, which, you know, freaked me out with the whole COVID-19 and the other one then had a little bit of a stomach bug. Everybody's okay now, but I got scared, obviously, and so it's been a crazy ride. Hopefully, you are doing all right. We're going to talk about the three things that you must have for your marketing message about influence and persuasion for your audience so that they pay attention to everything you do. And this is going to be a little piece of my Amplify method that is part of the Elevate program. So this is all about improving your marketing message. So first, I want to just say that when I had this moment of fear with my daughter being sick and all the worry, I could not focus on business. And obviously, when your child is sick or a loved one is sick, it's hard to focus on anything, right? You just want them to get better. But it also made me realize after this how fear And we've been talking about this with the whole COVID-19, how fear will just paralyze you. I mean, it really will distract you. It, It basically just stops you in your tracks, okay? And if you're feeling that with your beauty business, before we get into the marketing message, I just had a side message that when it starts to take over your mind, I can't do this, whether it's doing a Facebook Live, whether it's putting yourself out there with your business again, You just really have to pull yourself out of it. And I know that's easier said than done sometimes, but it's super inconvenient. That's what I realized. Life can be inconvenient. And Lisa Nichols has this great quote that she says that convenience and conviction don't live on the same street or live on the same block. And basically it's like your conviction for helping other women and your beauty business and providing for your family and all of the reasons that you started the business, your conviction and convenience of like, well, it just doesn't feel good today or, oh, what if people judge me or I don't want to put myself out there. Those two cannot live together, right? And you know, To be honest, like if I'm really being honest, it wasn't convenient for me to do today's Facebook Live because I was focused on my daughter and other things. So I really didn't have a lot of time to prepare. And that's inconvenient. But to me, I value consistency. Okay. And the great news is you guys get to benefit because I'm pulling a little bit from the Elevate program to share with you a little bit of the methods that we use for your marketing message. So that's kind of how it works out. 
So we're going to talk again about the three must-haves for your marketing message. And I think it's funny because sometimes we can get started and we get into like the tactics, like, you know, just tell me how many times I need to post on Facebook. Just tell me what's the best time to post on Instagram or just, you know, the tactics of it without really getting to the core, which is your marketing message. And one of the things with your marketing message, number one is is first of all, I want to talk about when you have your marketing message dialed in, you are able to really connect. We always talk about connecting with the heart, the heart and the mind of your clients and of your prospects. Now, we are working, we're talking mostly today about influence and persuasion. And when I say those words, sometimes people think, oh, that sounds negative, especially the word persuasion. It's almost like you are talking somebody into doing something they didn't want to do. Like we have a negative connotation with it, right? And really what's happening is it's not negative at all. Because remember, as I always say, your client has a problem and you have a solution. Okay. And it's all about conveying that in a way that is compelling and they see the value of your services so that they take action. That's simply what your marketing is about, right? And the word prospect, right? Prospective client, if you break that down into Latin, it's pro, which means to go forward, like proceed, right? The word pro is to lean forward or move forward. And then spect. And spect is from like spectacles, like glasses. It's like a looking glass to be looking at. So they are leaning forward and looking at your business, right? They're interested. So now it's our job. They've already kind of like said they're interested. Now it's our job to just convey our value and then give them a reason to take action. So they're seeking answers. So my first question to you is, I want you to write this down. What is their intention? Now, I know you're thinking like, what? What is their intention? Why are they coming to you? Obviously, you know that they have a problem, but I want you to keep on digging down. We do this exercise called, but why? But why? But why? Right? If you have somebody that comes in and cleans your house, it helps you with that. Why are you wanting that service? You're wanting that service so you have a clean house, but why? So that if people come over, they don't think it's filthy or it's a mess, but why do you want that? Well, because you want to be perceived as a good mom and a good wife and a good person or, you know, whatever. There's always a deeper why. So keep doing that why exercise. What is their intention? for coming to see you and keep going through the why, why, why. Okay. So that's the first thing is really getting clear on their intention. And the next part, now we haven't even gotten to the steps. This is kind of like the extra part of it, the kind of the homework before the work type of thing. So the next thing is what is your intention? Now, I know my audience. I know you are all good peeps. So you are showing up to serve them, right? You are showing up with good intentions. And we want to understand what those intentions are. And that way you're helping them. It's not about just getting them to sign up or just getting an appointment or just selling a product. It's really so much more than that, right? It's a deeper help, right? And so that is your intention. And when you tap into that, it will come across more genuine and it won't come across as salesy. Do you understand where they're at? Okay. 
And do you have, these are my questions for you. You can give me a yes. You can answer them in your mind. I prefer if you engage with me, that helps me. Do you have a rapport building strategy? So this is important. Like even when they're first interacting with you on the phone, like sometimes people just call and they're like, what are the prices for your brow services? Or what's the price of that product? Or what's the price, right? And so it's very easy for us to just kind of give them the price and make it very transactional because you know we're in a hurry, they're in a hurry. And so we're, we just get along with our day. And that's truly not serving them. So do you have a rapport building strategy? Because unless you have a rapport building strategy, then you're not really building that trust with them. And remember, we always talk about the no like, and trust factor that people need to get to know you, to like you and trust you for them to want a beauty product or service from you right? For them to trust you, right? With their face and how they look, right? So it could be just a simple like, okay, great. How's your day going so far? Like a simple question or, you know, let's figure out why you want this service. Or can you tell me a little bit more about what you're struggling with? Whatever your question is, there needs to be some type of rapport building strategy. Okay. And that is the way to have influence. The word influence is actually, if you break that down into Latin, the word influence is to be in flow. Fluence is flow. So you are flowing into their life, right? That's how you have influences and to be able to help them have the service, right? And persuade them that your service is of value and that they do need to do it right now. Now is the time to do it. And you are the person to do with, with, have the service with, right? They need to be in flow. You need to have that influence with them. And what's so interesting about that is a lot of times people have objections and their objections are, you know, is this the right service for me? Is this the right person to get the service from? Oh, can I, right? Sometimes it's not even about you. Sometimes it's about them. Can I do this? Their own fear, getting over the fear of judgment by their friends, right? So all of that is in your marketing message. All of that, how you talk to them and overcome those objections is in your marketing message. And we're talking about the influence part. So I want you to really think about step number one is to decide the type of people you want to attract and who you want to work with. Now, again, when we're just starting, it's like you just want anybody to be able to pay the bills. But overall, that's not a long-term strategy. And I see a lot of people, and especially in this time, just thinking, okay, I just need to do a bunch of discounts and get people in the door. And that might work for the short term, but For the long term, you're going to have to really think about your overall marketing, right? And so it's not just about having a lower price because I always say like the cheap prices, even though that's sexy and exciting to the people right now, it's kind of like, bear with me if you have little kids, earmuffs, but it's kind of like the one night stand, right? Like it kind of attracts that one night stand type of person versus, you know, it has, it's like that it's hot for a minute type of deal, right? And it's attracting them, but they're not loyal. 
they're loyal to the discount. They're not loyal to you when you're having those type of things. And you want to attract the people that are going to be in your business for the relationship, like a marriage, right? That's how you build a long-term sustainable business. And so you have to think about the type of clients that you want to have in your business and get really clear on how you talk to them about their concerns and their issues and remember their intentions. Okay, really nail that down. All right, so number two is to understand what I was just saying, what the customer thinks. So Again, you need to understand their levels of concern and their reasons for buying and their reasons for not buying. And then you can connect with them deeply, right? You can speak to that prospective client on kind of a subconscious level because you're really talking about the stuff that no one else is talking about when you do the work of figuring out what that is, okay? So that's step one and step two. Give me a step three if you are ready for step three. It's a biggie. It's a good one. All right. So the next thing is, and guys, this one, now I want you to hear me out when I say this, because when I say this, I know some of you are going to want to click off. And I know some of you are going to be like, I can't believe she just said that. And some of you are just going to be like, wait, what? But I'm going to tell you because this is really it, okay? Step number three is you have to actually lean in to the pain. So what that means is you have to figure out what their pain is and you have to really talk about that, okay? So the thing is that you know they wouldn't be calling you if they didn't have a concern, if they didn't have a struggle. So until you get them clear on the pain and what it's really costing them to continue with this struggle, they are going to go back to the coping mechanism, right? So we all want things. We all want to be a better version of ourselves, right? We all want things, but it's not our wants that get us there. It's our, really what we believe, our beliefs are what actually determine our results, right? It's our beliefs that lead to our actions and our actions that lead to our results. And also that starts with their thoughts. So do they think that this solution is going to solve their pain? And do they believe that the pain is great enough for them to take action? So if they don't get clear on what it's costing them to continue to pencil in the eyebrows, like maybe it's taking away time with their kids. Maybe it's taking, like I have clients that have said to me, you know, I don't want to be in any family photos. If we go to the beach, I'm afraid to get in the water and splash around with my kids because I don't want my eyebrows to come off and people to see me without eyebrows. I've had people say, I had a client with alopecia that said that she couldn't actually, um, she had taken her wig off in front of her boyfriend and she could not, until she got permanent eyebrows, she could not really break down the walls and really be vulnerable with her boyfriend because she had so many other thoughts in her head. And now they ended up getting engaged and married. So this was like a step for her. 
and not having eyebrows was really costing her in so many other ways in her relationships. So I know that sounds deep and you're like, what? It's so much deeper than just the superficial of looking better, right? There are always the deeper whys that we just talked about. So until they get clear on what it's costing them, they will not change, right? They will not change. We all go back to our coping mechanism. Like we're like, yeah, well, it's good enough right now, right? Because we all put up that shell, right? We've all put up that wall like, okay, I, I can handle it for a little bit longer. You know, this might be you on your business and maybe you want people to see you. And you want to get more exposure for your business and you know you need to be doing live video or you know you need to be doing more marketing or maybe you know you need to be reaching out to referral partners, right? Like there's things like that. What, what you know you need to be doing something, but until you get clear on what it's costing you in your business, you kind of go back to that comfort zone, right? You don't want to be inconvenienced like we talked about before. You go back to what's convenient of like, Oh, I just don't know, right? You let that fear keep you paralyzed. You let that fear stop you in your tracks. So until you get clear on what it is costing you, right? And then also until they get clear on what it is costing them, right? And so you have to help them get to that point, right? You have to actually, and you do that by asking the right questions, right? And you do that in your marketing message. So you have the right message that's speaking to the right people at the right time. So we started with the right people and we started talking about the right message. And so again, because we've all gotten so good at kind of putting up that, that shell or that being like, yeah, well, okay, I can handle it for just a little bit longer. If they don't get clear on what it's costing them, they go back to it. They called because they have a concern. They know that it is something that they want to change and they're interested in your solution. So you have to get past those fears and connect to what it is personally costing them. You have to get to the root of it, right? And if you don't get to the root of it, then they're just going to give you an objection like, well, okay, I'll call back later or yeah, I'll think about this down the road, right? And you're going to sense that they're not trusting you or maybe it's that they're not feeling worthy. Maybe they don't feel safe, heard. Maybe they don't feel motivated to choose to get this done or to choose to do things differently. Okay. That is all in your marketing message. So again, you want to get clear on what they don't want in their life and clear on what they do want, which is your solution. And you do that by asking key questions, okay? This is just a small part of an overall deeper marketing message. It's when you sit down and actually think about how you want to show up in your business, when you think about how you want to communicate, right? It's not about just posting before and after pictures on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, that also will get them interested. That will spark their curiosity, but you have to have these conversations. You have to have this communication. And sometimes it just starts in your, what we call copy, in the text above your post, on your blog, on your website, before they actually call and you have those conversations in person. 
right? Before you're able to build the rapport over the phone or build the rapport in a consultation, you have to start building the rapport in everywhere your marketing message is, like your website, your social media, your marketing, all of those places, right? And really when you tap in to your marketing message, you're going to feel more confident and you're going to feel more empowered to talk to more people about it. And then also you're going to be more empowered to talk to referral partners about it. Okay. So you'll be able to speak to prospective clients and you'll be able to speak to referral partners and really have that powerful message and you can be united. So we just learned a little bit about influence and persuasion, right? And really about connecting with the client and connecting with your marketing message so that you can pull people in so that you can really get more clients and not just get more clients on the short term, but really have that consistent client flow, right? When you get into that consistent client flow, that's when it starts to really feel better, right? When you're getting past the struggle. Now, once you get past this first hurdle, then there will be other hurdles. <laughs> you're running a business, it's not always smooth sailing, but you, know, you are um, actually getting this first piece, which is going to help you big, actually help you breathe a big sigh of relief. But remember that, again, this is just one piece of it. And it doesn't do you any good unless you, one, put it to work and then also have the other pieces of the puzzle. And this is something that we talk about in the Elevate program with the Amplify method. I want to let you know that the Elevate program usually does not open back up until the fall. We do a spring and fall, but we are going to be doing a summer opening for the Elevate program. So I'll mark your calendars for June. If you've been wanting to get in, if you are wanting to up-level your business, get that support, that accountability, the systems, the strategies, and structure and support, then Elevate is for you to help you become the go-to beauty professional and really stand out with your messaging. And it's about audience attraction. It is about authority attraction. It's about marketing message. And it's about positioning you as the go-to beauty professional. So yes, so exciting. And then also my next thing for you is if you found this valuable, I would totally love it if you shared it with a friend or sprinkled it around the internet. And that's everything. Thank you guys so much as always for joining me. Okay. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.